Cheers. Cheers. Rosé all day. Rosé all day. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me Absolutely. on. Absolutely. It's a perfect little Friday to talk about stuff. Oh, that's decent. That's excellent. That's fantastic. And we know I love a rosé. We do. For anybody listening, you now know that I love a rosé. We've, we've, gotten, <laughs> we've gotten to the point where I see you outside and I'm already pouring the rosé. This is true. Yeah. The service gets better and better every time I sit down at the bar. Every to the point where I was in uh, to the bar on Saturday or Sunday with a friend of mine, and my friend said, can we have some wine? Mm -hmm. And then I just brought over two the, the two rosés come down and sat down on the bar in front of us, and she goes, I don't even think, I think I forgot to say what I wanted, and I said, he knows. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure didn't. She was she was so impressed, <laughs> and then also, like, flabbergasted. Like, did yeah. I... And I'm like, no. No, and I said, Jackie, it's because I'm here a lot. Yeah. And we know I love a rosé. We love a rosé. So we started strong. Absolutely. Yeah. So you were supposed to have questions, but you just instead woke up super refreshed. I did. I, I have questions. Excellent. So do you want to just roll into some questions? Start with the questions. And then we'll go from there. Because I did. I was supposed to have a list, you guys, because I volunteered myself to make a list. And then I slept in instead. And That's I didn't make better. a list. I didn't That's make so much better. That's so <laughs> much this, better. It's than... this thing about rest. And they're like, get it. Re yeah. You know, have it. Do it. Yeah. And so I said, sleep or list. Yeah. I was like, Justin will be fine. It's, it'll be great. <laughs> I'll start it's, with this. <laughs> it's, all, it's all just going to roll off each other. We're going to hit a rhythm. We already have hit a rhythm. There's Correct. rose, rose all day. We've got Bentley in the oh. studio. Does it? We don't need lists. No. In fact, I'm going to throw away the list. Okay. The list, the Actually, list you know gone. what? You could chuck it. Rip it in half. It's mental list. There's no list, right? There's no, there's no, there's no hard copy. <laughs> I made no list. I lied about the list. I was going to improv it. Yeah. And there is no list. <laughs> I got your ear, bud. So... You are a fitness instructor. Yes. I'm covering my face. You're a fitness instructor mm -hmm. and you are a, a professional dancer mm -hmm. and a dance teacher at BDC. Mm -hmm. And that's what I know so far. Yes. What other awesome superhuman things with your superhuman shoulders that you get from doing push-ups <laughs> and planks all day do you do in this city? Oh, you mean these? And kick out. Those these two. <laughs> the two. There, um, you have two. You're aiming one and the other one looks roughly the same. Um, okay, so the let's do like backstory, like what I'm gonna start at the beginning, long story short. Origin story. The origin story. Because, you know, to be a in the performing arts and to be in the fitness uh industry in New York, all of it is just like something got everybody here, you mm -hmm. know? So originally from Virginia, right outside DC, and I uh was getting to that like dancing my whole life growing up and didn't come from like a super studio, didn't come from like any any place that knew anything about the industry as far as performing arts was concerned. Um, so I kind of just got lucky because as high school is like moving along and starting to wrap up, like junior year rolls around and you have to kind of start to decide like what you're going to do because mm -hmm. uh, the end is near the beginning. The end and the beginning is all happening, but it's like, then what? Um, and I just knew I didn't want to stop dancing, but I really also wasn't that good yet. I, I had good... I was I was good at what I did and I had a 
the desire and the love for it. But like, I look, you know, you look back on the old videos and you're like, oof, oof. right. Oh, yikes. Yikes. I've always been grateful for time. Time has been on my side, I think, in every sense of the word in the last, you know, 15 years. So um, I just I had parents that supported me. I was like, I want to. I want to pursue dance and my parents supported me. And then we went to some college auditions for a couple of dance programs. Again, like kind of directionless, uh, sort of like I, you know, my dance magazine top list of top colleges and was like, okay, let's pick five and hope for the best. And then I got into the NYU Tisch dance program. A small one. A small a, a one. Small community college program. <laughs> small, small. You might've heard of it, but maybe not. <laughs> um, and, did my undergrad there and stayed. And so it's like the, I think also like moving to New York and wanting to pursue dance, but again, still having really no sense of the idea. Cause you move here and you're like at 18, it's like Broadway is the win or fail. Right. It's like, or, or like the, you know, American ballet theater or New York city ballet or complexions or whatever. It's like, you have kind of the, like, the top tier, even one, though it's not necessarily yeah. top tier, but it's it's the it's the big the big contract it's like the big ones ticket. You know, items. even if you don't grow up in New York, totally. Yeah, um, and that's the win or whatever that contract is the win. But as time went on, you kind of learn. Like I'm grateful to have learned to develop the understanding that there's just so many ways to do it all, and and so you know uh, as time went on, like got signed by an agent for dance and for print. So then it, it, that kind of, um, kind of expanded itself right there. So as far as performing is concerned, I've got like the onstage side of things, I've got on camera side of things and then movement itself stayed relatively general. So that's where the group fitness thing came into the mix. It's all just kind of grew arms and legs and, and expanded in ways that like at 18, you just don't know it's right. gonna, cause you don't know what it all means yet. So, you, so don't know fun. What, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And I still, I, and now I know what I know, but I still don't know what I don't know. Right. And that's what the next 15 years get to, yeah. get to teach me. So, um, so it's, it's been fun to watch it all kind of expand and unfold because I also have never felt burnout when it comes to dance or when it comes to performing and you just learn, you learn so much more about the industries, you learn more about the politics, you learn more about yourself. So you know what you walk into a room presenting. Like I know exactly what I can do. I know what I can't do. I know how to spin the things that I can't do. Um, I understand that it's, it's not always about me, whether you book or don't book. Sometimes I know it's me cause I didn't sing well or I fell on my face and I, right. it's like, you know, you know, when you leave and that <laughs> just like, wasn't the one. So you like back in the day, you'd go to blockheads, have a margarita and move on tomorrow. It's like, yeah. so, so just, Oh man, I haven't been there in an age. Well, and it closed RIP in, blockheads in, in lockdown. Uh -huh. or, yeah. All of them. So many places. I want to say, and we can fact check this later, but I think the New World Stages Blockheads, like the Midtown one, was right. the last one to go. And it felt like a piece of the soul of our life Yeah, was gone. That was one. Not of, to be dramatic, but, oh, you know, that was a big one. It was one of the first places I went to in New York. I, Me and a buddy of mine came out to scope apartments and mm -hmm. figure out the city. We just did a quick weekend before we moved out here. And that was one of the spots where I met some of my friends from undergrad who had already moved out here. Got it. And Did they take you there? Where they're like, we got a spot? 
Yeah, I was I was like, hey, I'm in the city, like I'm bouncing around with my friend, like checking out apartments and neighborhoods, but let's meet up. And they're like, Blackheads Midtown? And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but if you tell me where to be, I'll be there. Let's go. And it was <laughs> it was back in 2012, August 2012. So I think it was like seven dollar margaritas. Yes. Yeah. Eight dollars like something if like that. that. Yeah. Like it was because, it was cheap. Yeah. And I was like, oh, New York's not that expensive. I was wrong. And it's but, all Blockhead's fault. Yeah, there yeah. was a minute where I think it was it was like $4 margarita. Yeah. Like that, that was an era before, you know, now that we're in an era's era, like thank you, Taylor Swift. Like everything is now an thank era. Thank you, Taylor Swift. Thanks, Tay. <laughs> um, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. You want to invite her? Invite her on. I've sent invites. Okay. I've sent invites to her. Check your spam, um, Taylor. Check I your sent, spam. I sent an invite to <laughs> Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez on the same day. We'll see who responds first. It's a race. It's, Gals, get yeah. in there. Who wants to tell their story first? Because whoever tells it first is correct. Correct. Yeah. Who is right? I hate that I know this much about celebrity bullshit ah. that I can make that joke. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And you know what? I do. I wish and I hope that they pick up on it and somebody does race to this what's, microphone. What's going to happen is in six years. I hope years, they come together. Right. In six years, <laughs> I'm going to book something and then people are going to start combing through my yeah. entire history yeah. and be like, he made a Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez joke like yeah. six years ago. Cancel them. Cancel. Yeah. Done. That could go one of two ways. Yeah. Well, it or, depends. It depends on which way it's all, you know, ebbing and flowing. It's how I meet Selena Gomez, who I then marry. Okay. But now that I've said that, it's not going to happen. You never know. You never know. No, I'll not. Is this real wood? It is. Okay. I'm it is real wood. wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's very thin, but it's repurposed real wood. Yeah. Excellent. Well, just knocked on it. So it cancels out all, all of that. It just, Perfect. It, anything can happen. Perfect. Anything can happen. I love that. So you never feel burnout. From dance or fitness or I, anything? Is that now that you're primarily working, like that's how you audition and that's where you make your money? Yes. So I feel, if anything, I feel, um, I don't feel burnt out in the sense that I don't want, it's like I still wake up very excited to dance. I wake okay. up excited because also tangent that I didn't add I do teach at Broadway Dance Center so what I love is that over the last like I think I've been teaching there for about 10 years now oh, wow. um yeah and I started actually my final year of school I started as an assistant in the children's program and then I started teaching in the children's program which I still teach for and then I started subbing on the drop-in schedule and then I got my first drop-in slot and then I got you know multiple drop-in slots and then I became uh, full-time faculty and then my face went on the wall it was like a 10-year journey with right. Broadway Dance Center which I just I'm very very grateful for every day and it's fun for two reasons and and like two main reasons why it's really important to me is because in the middle of all of it so in the middle of auditioning and being a dancer in the room and taking on so much material that is given to you which I do love doing and I, I and being kind of at the mercy of people's opinions and people's needs that may or may not have anything to do with you, like in an audition setting, mm -hmm. it's, I've always been very grateful to have this studio, um, along the way that is mine. So all of the, all of the material that is in the room, I made it up and it's coming from like 
what I'm needing out of movement, what I'm hearing in the music, what I'm, what's important to me as far as, um, like, like teaching points, like passing on to a room of people, some of whom are very advanced, some of whom are brand new to dance. So I also teach kind of levels across the board. So it's really nice to have artistically a room that is, uh, it won't run unless my brain generates all the material because all the stuff is mine. So it's really nice to kind of have a voice, like an artistic voice that, um, like no one can tell me, no one can tell me my choreography is right or wrong. Nobody can right. tell. Like I, it's it's all it's all you're me. in charge. Yeah, you're at the top and, of the pyramid, which is really nice. Also, because it took me a long time to like I look back at teaching um, material years ago to now, and like the the person that I was years ago to now, because I used to be a very very nervous per like like not really the most social. Always really nice and always really happy and always I really like excited to be part of everything. But I just I was like a huge overthinker and everything had to be right and and um, not quite as just not quite as outgoing. Like the the personal journey along the way, the last right. like fifteen years has been a really fun one to kind of look back on and watch. But but specifically teaching wise, those early classes and kind of the material that I was generating, how I was teaching, what was important to me then versus now, and just kind of how teaching has been catered to rooms and how, how it's evolved and changed along the way has been really fun to watch. But that's also like me gaining confidence in myself as an artist, as, a, as an educator, um, just as a person, like as a New Yorker, like everything has just kind of, again, time has always felt like I've always felt like it's on my side. So I'm kind of at this point so many years later, still knowing that there's still so much to learn. And I will look back on this 10 years right. down the road and go, wow, like, like, oh, like, aw. Well, oh, I yeah. was only there. Yeah, I was and only there. Yeah. But there came from there. Yeah. And then, you know, it's it it's it, just the constant hindsight is always going to be 2020. But um, but at this point right now, it's really fun to look back on because it's it's all just changed i think for the better and for the more positive um in ways again moving here at 18 i never would have even because the person i was moving here and the person i am now as an artist and as a just a, as michaela is like the same seed of a person but completely completely different so it's fun to just watch those old old classes and kind of look think back to where my brain was when I was making stuff up and then I'm thinking back to like being in um audition processes being in rehearsal processes like the way that I took in information the way that I um was part of a team like like there is a right there is a wrong just a lot more fear and a yeah. lot more um quicker to hold myself back from the thing that I felt like maybe I just like wanted to insert whether or not it was the choice. Whereas now it's like, if you workshop something with somebody, the worst they'll say is no. And then you do something else and that's fine. So right. just a lot of, there's now just a lot less, um, fear in the mix that I didn't even know was there in the beginning. So, so it's been fun. It's been, but as far as burnout is concerned, long story long, <laughs> I feel I don't feel burnt out by the by the industry, and I still wake up every day excited to do it. That being said, um, exhaustion is a real thing. Right. So I would say, which can lead to the feeling of being burnt out, but really mostly I just feel tired sometimes. There are, there are days where I feel not burnt out at all, like energized, enthusiastic, but I'll wake up and I'll be like, that was some great sleep. I'll get like eight or nine hours, mm -hmm. but I'll still feel just body tired. Yeah. Like my, like just dragging my yeah. body around, even though like nine hours of sleep, I feel mentally 
fully refreshed, totally. brain ready to go. Body's like, nope. I need more, more, more. Give me more. Um, yes. So, and patience. I just yeah. feel in general, I don't feel burnt out, but I feel way more impatient than I yeah, used to. So, absolutely. but I kind of love that because, uh, you can't be super patient with everything all the time. You can be nice and you can be understanding and you can, you can, you can have patience with the situation at hand, but it is okay to be like impatient or frustrated or needing more from, from a situation or from a, from a person or mm -hmm. from a job. Um, and letting those feelings be real. I, that's been something that has been a little bit newer to me only because you gotta, you gotta feel it. And living in New York, it's like, you, you just can't, you can't keep like putting those feelings on the wayside because you'll right. just pop. You'll literally explode because there's just so much going on here all the time. Right. So I went, yeah, definitely wouldn't say burnt out, but I would say like, I'm quicker to like say no, say no to something or sit, not take a class or not, not, you know, sub something out and like take a lap. If I feel like I'm about to like, just have a moment, Yeah. which is good. Just boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. They're important. They are. There's this idea, your last answer spurred this question. There's this idea that I think is so prominent throughout every artistic endeavor, every artistic career um, pursuit that if you don't make it while you're young, mm -hmm. then you're not going to make it. And, <clears throat> pardon me, and what I've noticed is as I'm, as I'm approaching 32, or 33 rather, Wolf. Wolf. Um, <laughs> the, uh, hold on, please. Oh, oh. Everybody drink. <laughs> oh, um, as I'm approaching, I actually don't feel weird about my age. Um, Good. Yeah, I don't, I, I genuinely don't. I think I thought I would. And I had a birthday in lockdown that I really didn't like. Okay. But that's also because we were all just on pause, but also still getting older. I know he will do that. The, the um, cat's coming up on my oh, lap, yeah, you guys. Absolutely. Was it your 30th in lockdown? Uh, 2020, yeah. Because it was my 30th in lockdown, too. And yeah. I remember, it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. It was weird. And I felt a little, yeah, he'll do that. I felt a little bad because my girlfriend at the time really tried to, like, throw me a good birthday party. And Great. I was just, like, resisting. Not, like, resisting, but, like, lethargically resisting. Yeah. And well, not making it easy. Like, like, um... What is it? What's it's um, weaponized incompetence? Yes. And I was just like, it was like weaponized lethar lethargy. Yeah. And and it was, and I was like severely depressed. So like, and I when, was when's doing, your birthday? September twenty seventh. So we were so deep we were in this so thing too. It, understandable. Yeah. Very understandable. Yeah. Um, and were you already maybe feeling like you were saying you were maybe not looking forward to it too much? Like, were you, was it the, like your thirties? in general that you weren't looking or that you were feeling you know, a type of way about plus throw pandemic on, you know, we were in lockdown as early as March. I wasn't even thinking about my birthday that far out. Yeah. Like I, I only started thinking about it into lockdown. Yes. Like come summer. Right. Because you know, March came around and it was two weeks to flatten the curve. Uh, and right. then, you know, Oh, we'll have this thing done in four weeks and you'll be outside in, in, in eight weeks. And yeah. then it was over a year. Right. And a half before. None of that happened. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. So it wasn't even on my mind that it would be in a lockdown. I was mm -hmm. thinking I was going to be on Broadway on my birthday. Mm -hmm. And that also didn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, and then the show came back. 
before my 31st birthday. And then I didn't get to perform on my birthday either because I had gotten COVID uh, three days before my second booster or my not booster, my second shot. And I didn't get it at my doctor's like recommendation. And so when I went back on day one at the theater, I went in with my one dose yep. and my doctor's note. Yep. And then they called me that night and they're like, don't come back tomorrow. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And he's like, we need to figure out how to move forward because our policy is we're going to have a fully vaxxed uh, everyone. Oh no. And I'm like, fair. Uh-huh. And he's like, we know you had a doctor's note. We're not saying you did anything wrong. Right. But that is what we're going to be doing. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. I got that call at like 1030 at night. Great. Great way at, to end a day. Yeah. What a way. 8 a.m. To end a day. 8 a.m. Rite Aid. Dose two. Done. Yeah. 8, 8, 8.05. Right. Sent an email with a picture. I'm like, hey, I don't want this to be a thing. Um, I went and got it. Great. Here's the Vax card. Um, whatever else you guys may need from me. Great. Mm-hmm. Sorry about all of this. Great. And then the producer called and said, um, hey, we got your email. Um, come back in two weeks, you know, because it takes two weeks for the dose to mm-hmm. whatever whatever they thought the science was at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, okay. And she's like, no one's mad. We're all still trying to figure this thing right. out. It's all brand new. No one, we don't want to fire anyone because they did what they thought was best. Which is a really nice response. So great. Right. So great. And I'm like, great. Thank you so much. Um, And then I was like, two weeks, that means this day. And she's like, yeah, this day. You'll get an email a few days in advance. Great. I'm like, great. Great. But like, it doesn't take away the fact that like, the frustration for you, because- Because I thought I was doing everything right. Like, I went went to my doctor and I was like, hey, I had it X amount of days ago. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, don't get the second shot. That'll feel awful. You'll be be down for like weeks. Right. Zero side effects. Zero. Yeah, it's pain, pain on the shoulder. Oh, that's but, good. But like, that's it. I mean, not good, good. Like but no fever, no no aches, no nothing. That's good. Yeah. Because they took me down. Yeah. The second one, that's, down. Everyone said the second one took him down. It was nuts. Yeah. And, you know, it had been a very long time since, we're going to go back to the, the idea of um, like hitting a certain age and right, whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll we get, circle we back to We a tangent. We did. And all I'm going to say is it had been a very, very long time since I had gotten a vaccine. I think all of us probably, I mean, I can't speak for anybody, but last time I got a vaccine, I was in like grade school or whatever, and we were getting vaccines for all everything. And I have not really traveled. I'm not very worldly. So I was in Thailand in January and February of 2020. So I had just, I had just gotten a few, but like also what a trip was that like a fun trip? (sighs) It's the best. It was, it was more fun. It was, no, it was the best. It was one of the best trips of my life. That's incredible. Yeah. And what a way to go out because uh, right. what happened right after that? We went into lockdown forever. So that was <laughs> that was a that was a scary trip too because uh, I went with my girlfriend and we uh, landed and both of our moms texted us individually. Hey, there's this thing going around China, and we're like, well, we're in Thailand. Right. And we're thousands of miles away. Right. So I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, also, we're here. Yeah. And so, okay. Nothing, what? nothing to be done. No. Um, but it then kept ramping up. And then we were in, we had five stops. We had Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Phuket, Koh Phi Phi Islands, and um, Krabby. Do you have a favorite? 
of your five stops? Chiang Mai. Amazing. Yeah. That was, that was her favorite too. Amazing. Yeah. Reason? Oh <laughs> God. Uh, we went to this great coffee shop. Um, it was, I think called Graph. Okay. It was like, like imagine a Starbucks, but none of the commercial bullshit. Love that. It was, it was like dark. It had like dark granite countertops and sleek, sleek like, um, really like dark gold features and mm -hmm. like it was great and then they did these really unique coffee beverages and really unique pastries and they served them on a slab of granite oh i love and it it was very it was very great like elevated very, very elevated but also cheaper than starbucks of course it was um of course it was there was the old city and the new city and you take this little like the the hotel would set up like a little shuttle bus to take you into the old city and you awesome. walk around um a lot of great historical stuff. And then the new city had a lot of great like little spots. We took pic we took pictures under this tree that had a bunch of like dangling like twinkle lights. It's like we found like this a great fairy shopping. Land. It was it was beautiful. And it was the best one to just walk around. We're mm -hmm. both city people. We both live out here, mm -hmm. I think. I don't mm -hmm. know. I haven't talked to her in twenty months. Mm -hmm. Um I think she still lives out here, but we're both city people. Yeah. And you know, it was it was very much like being in a different city mm -hmm. that also felt very comfortable and like Great. an adventure. Great. Um, it was it was the best. I think you forget that there's pockets on this planet that really do feel completely removed too. Yeah. It's like I think because again I don't travel a whole lot. I haven't seen too too I much. I recommend Thailand. Uh, noted. I bump it up on I've, my list. Yeah. Clearly, a list, a list gal. We like lists. <laughs> like we just don't list. like following through no, with using the list. We lists. don't write them, but we like right. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's nice, and I, what I what I come to understand as far as travel is concerned is you just find yourself in in corners of the world where you're like, kind of where where am I? And like yeah. like this is everything is operating completely differently. Like the nature is different, the people are different, the the um in in the best ways, in the best yeah. ways. You kind of just. It's like the step back moments and you look around and you go, Ooh, this is, this is awesome. And it's nice when it feels comfortable. Cause you're, yeah. there's a, like that there's a sense of grounding, but you're just, it's like a sense of wonder, Yeah, which is great. So love that. Yeah. I don't think, I don't, I know it didn't hit me, but it, it, it was, I'm wondering why it didn't hit that. We were just like walking around and we were fully just like on the entire other side of the world from mm -hmm. everyone else that we know. Yeah. Just like 24 four full hours of a plane ride away. We, which is not close, not no, down the street. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no. If the world were ending right. slowly, we'd be, we're not getting back. No, it's far away. Like, like New York to Michigan, I might be able to get back. Maybe. If, if, if the world had 24 hours. Right, and no traffic. We're, if we're in Chiang Mai, I'm not getting back. We're going to park it. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to dig our heels in and. I'm going back. We're yep. going back to the hotel room. Yeah. We're grabbing whatever. <laughs> Whatever uh, drinks and and food and snacks, snacks. and, and we had well we had a balcony too. We had a oh, balcony with a excellent. view of the mountain. That's and it was stunning. Great. It's like calendar pictures. Yeah. Bentley's a uh, really really he's really he's really into straws and being that. where he shouldn't be. Me too. Here's the yeah. thing about straws too, Justin. I love straws. I love, straws. I love a straw. And Big I straw. I mean I love a straw and I love the turtles. That's why we have agave straws at the bar. <sighs> and those are fine. And they those break, are fine. They break down. And, but you know what they don't do? They don't break down while you're drinking your beverage. Yeah, they're not paper. They don't crumble. Their shelf life is more than three minutes. I hate paper straws. We all hate paper straws. Right. And if anybody doesn't hate a paper straw, then 
Yes, you're not, you do. You're not yes, you them. do. You've never used a paper straw. If you don't hate paper straws, you've never right. used them. You know what I was trying to get us to use? I'm more serious than this joke is going to make you think I am. Okay. Remember those cereal <laughs> straws? The Fruit Loop straws mm-hmm. and, uh-huh. the, and the Cocoa Puff straws. Yes. That had the, the like milk coating oh, down yeah. to keep the crunch. Oh, yeah. We finally got some at home because I had seen them and my friends had them and I was getting to have them at my friends' houses and they were the coolest things ever. And my, friend, drink, my family finally bought them. Drink your vodka soda out of a Fruit Loop straw. Could be fun. You know what? Oh Don't tell me with a good time. I'm going to show up with a box of them. I hope you do. You want to know why? Because I want to drink my butt. I want to drink my Bud Light out of a Fruit Loop straw. We're going to try. Yeah. And I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to rank the best pairings. Yes. Drink to, to yes. cereal straw I think they had, ratio. I think they had Cinnamon Toast Crunch, That's fruit my favorite loops, cereal also. Puffs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Like if I had to eat a cereal for the one cereal for the rest of my life, cinnamon toast. It'd be crunch. cinnamon toast crunch. I used, but not the minis. They have minis now. Fuck the minis, and they're not good. Fuck that. It's not good. No. 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 That's all I've said. I mean, about those that. will. Those. You know what I do with those? Mm. Yogurt. Sprinkle them on the yogurt. Mm-hmm. Or wine. Mm-hmm. I'll serve myself. Perfect. You're off the clock. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So back. So ah. this this idea back to the. So this idea, there is a second bottle. Great. There's this idea that if I don't you don't make today. it yet. Oh, wait. Uh-oh. I, I do. I do. Oh, but my boss isn't going to see this episode, and she's not going to know which night I came in a little bit buzzed. So Correct. who cares? Yeah. Also, nothing. Here's the thing. Summertime hits. Nothing. It's all different. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. I bumped into a buddy of mine <laughs> on my walk, my silly little walk for my silly mental health. And, and how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. But and a little had, silly. And a little silly. And and better. Like better better good silly. Good silly. Good yeah. silly. Right. Not laid on the couch and blah, just groaning all day silly. <laughs> and I he asked me, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing an episode of the podcast, about to go buy some rose. He's like, oh, it's a great day for rose. It Correct. is a great day for, for rose. All day. Yeah. All day. All day. It's 88 degrees out. Yeah. It you can't not. It's actually the only option. Did I tell you? I hope they use this. Did I tell you I ordered my cooling mattress pad? Yes. I yes. am so excited. And I didn't know what that was prior to you right. telling me about it. For anyone else who doesn't know, Eight Sleep, that's the brand, has eight a mattress. Sleep. Eight, the number eight. Hashtag ad, not an ad. Hashtag but... ad, not an ad, but pay me. This <laughs> mattress pad has a desktop tower style box on the side of the bed, and it pumps cooled water through the mattress pad. It's amazing. In in tubes that are small enough to where you don't feel it, so it just feels like you're laying on a normal bed. Right. But the bed is chilly. I all night. Chili all is perfect. Night. Chili, is, chili perfect. is not cold. Because cold is also not always great. Well, also <laughs> if you're feeling cold, just pull out your phone because it's connected to the app and just bump it up a couple degrees, and then it won't be cold anymore. It'll be chilly. chilly. And then, <laughs> and then it does this thing. It's not an ad. It does this thing. I swear this is an not ad. Yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. They do this thing <laughs> the where subliminal messaging. Subliminal eight sleep. <laughs> this thing where they say a- ASMR. Mm. They do this thing where they'll increase the temperature mm-hmm. an hour before you need to wake up so that you start to wake up, your body starts to wake up naturally without an alarm clock. Do you I'm, have to set do you have to program that? Yes. Okay. That's an excellent but, feature though. Yeah. So it doesn't do it at nine AM if you're someone like me who bartends until four. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
So it's not waking you up at nine uncomfortably. You get like, hey, set it for noon. Right. 90 minutes of yeah. a nap, time to wake up. No, yeah. That's like, great. Oh, I'm going to nap so hard on this thing. Also, that's a very, uh, it's just such a seemingly efficiently natural way of uh, approaching sleep and waking up. It's like alarm clocks are terrible. Yeah. Well, they, they also say, I mean, attack it from the other end on the going to bed part. They say your body needs to drop two degrees to fall into sleep. Do they? Yes. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to a couple different uh, biologists and neurobiologists, and and they all say that your body, and it will, even even on like 80 degree nights, your body temperature will drop. Mm. But if you're like no air conditioned room uh-huh. and you're like on top of the top sheet, no blanket, and uh-huh. you're still like sweating a little bit and it takes you 45 minutes to fall asleep, that's because your brain's like trying and it's producing the melatonin and your body's just not dropping in temperature. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, Yeah. one to two degrees to fall into sleep. And so when you get into a bed that's cool, winter, that's why you sleep so much better in the winter. Uh And then in the summer you run your air conditioner, the air gets super dry and that's why it's just not the same. Right. Like I woke up today puffy because I ran my AC all night last night because I was hot Mm -hmm. on top of my um, covers. But I woke up this morning feeling um, rested and fine. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, a little little dry. Eyes puffy, puffy, puffy. So I plan on not having an air conditioner in my room at all. I love that. Just a fan. Just a fan for fresh air. Yeah, a little circulation. At at night it'll drop into like, high seven i'm talking like in july it'll drop into like the high 70s like uh-huh. 77 78 the bed will be a crisp 65 it's giving summer with a hint of fall yeah and that's what i would call perfect actually perfect sleeping conditions it's perfect sleeping conditions uh-huh. and then i'm not gonna have to worry about the air being super dry no so i won't wake up with like my eyes being like crusted shut yeah and like unsure whether i mean this this joke and mindset has passed but like not sure if you have COVID or not but it's right. oh it's just the ac or yeah. it's like every time you go to a hotel you wake up feeling like garbage because right. the ac just you feel sick yeah the but really you just went to sleep the other part no noise no noise there's not going to be the noise of the air conditioner which i kind of like i do too i but don't hate it harlem provides the noise that's true speaking yeah. of noise we have a graduation party happening so much noise I don't down know the I, block i don't know if anyone can hear this but there's so much noise coming from just down the block it's kind of fun and i'm it's like uh i have a little fomo the city is alive i'm very happy to be here yeah. <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm like should we should we should we take an admission no city's alive the but city's we got alive. kids graduating I, I down that. the street and they sound it's great. They sound it's excited. that it's that time of year. Yeah. I'm thrilled that it's that time of year. But that is true. Sleep noise is taken care of because the streets are actually loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a thing to say about uh, sleeping. It'll come back to me though. I lost it. I believe in you. Yeah. So this idea of age in this industry. <laughs> yes. From 20 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I have come to learn personally that it's bullshit. A hundred percent. This idea that if you aren't successful by 25, I love that people like Margot Robbie, Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera mm-hmm. all the child actors who are mentally stable. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that they are, they appear to be. Right. Um, right. Because who knows? And I don't know them personally. Even, I mean, aren't we all a little not, nah. even when we are? No. Nah. Right. This, so this, they're, this, correct. This, yeah. But I think 
those are so, they're the exceptions, but they're so prevalent in today's entertainment yeah. that everyone who's coming up as a young actor, dancer, singer, performer of any kind thinks, oh, well, Zac Efron was big at 15 hmm. and I'm 16, so I don't need to be big at 15, but I'll be big by 18. And then 18 comes and goes. And it's like, well, I didn't really know what I was talking about. But like, I remember telling my dad when I was 20, he's like, so how long are you going to give this acting thing a go? Uh, and I'm like, that I'm was, like valid, valid yeah. question. I didn't, I didn't hold that against anyone who asked. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I think I'll try until I'm 25. Because 25 felt 25 like, it felt like so a- so far away. Yeah. And, and and it felt huge. It felt like yeah. a huge number. Yeah, I also I also wanted to be a young dad. Okay, which like my dad had me at twenty three. Young, young. He wanted to be a young dad. He didn't okay. want to be the old man who couldn't keep up with his kids when they wanted to play. Fair. And I love understandable. That. And now I'm thirty two. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Drinks up, everyone. I'm 32 and he is in his mid fifties, mm -hmm. which is actually, it's very young. It's very young. So that's 10 years I'm, younger than my dad. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's, which is also still very young. Which is I also know, still very young. I know, exactly. I know people younger than me whose parents are in their early seventies. Yes. Which is also not young, but not. Old. It's a weird mid, right. mid bracket, but yes. It's so it's it's something that I wanted. So when I okay. when I said twenty five, I was like, okay, if I don't if I don't hit it by twenty five, I'll I'll redirect and then do the family thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's not what happened mm -hmm. because I real I realized <laughs> as everyone who's out here does, you're not necessarily going to have success early even if you're still going to have wild success right i like to True. look at yeah i like to look at like morgan freeman denzel washington alan rickman all got their big john ham all got their big yep. breaks in their early 40s yeah which is still young which is but still not young. when you're not when you're in your early 20s right not knowing you mean anything I have to yet. Wait another twenty years for my big break. It's like no, you have another twenty years to get ready for your big break. Correct, because then you can handle your big break. Exactly. And everything else that is happening along with your big break, because also life is not. It can be very linear, but it's not ever really it's linear rarely, at all. So rarely, if ever. even if you even if you if you get your your quote unquote big break when you're young, grr, like like young young. Mm -hmm. You have all this other life stuff going on. You don't really know it quite yet. But then when it when life turns into the real juggle, it's like I feel like you're then uh, kind of uh, reintroduced to the fork in the road. It's like okay, work or family or work or social life or work. It's but but you it can all blend as long as you kind of have enough of a wherewithal to 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 put the puzzle pieces together because right. that's it's work and it's yeah. hard, but it's super possible. But again, you have you have that understanding the older you get. Yeah. The family part too, family and work, like mm -hmm. doing both after you have the family, that's also you have to you have to kind of plan it because yes. it's at once you have the family, it's not about if you can do it anymore. Right. It's a team effort. Oh, and 100%. you have to kind of set your team up. Yeah. You know? And the team 
yeah, the team has to be playing on the same uh, team. 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 Just keep saying team. Team. Teams. Team teams. Teams. Because why? Because there's now new teammates who can't. Was that the cat? It is. He's back there. He's just being just being adorable. Hi. You kind of startled me, but it was awesome. Because um, there's no new teammates who know nothing. Right. So they need the coaches to to uh, to really be the leaders. Oh, we're playing. Me and Bentley. Apparently. Or something. Or we're not playing enough. <laughs> no, no. And, he's, <laughs> he's doing something. Hi. Maybe there's a maybe there's a a bug. I doubt it. Is he a good safari hunter? No. My cat, I have a cat too, no. you guys. Not that great. I had a... But anyway, this, because this is more exciting than cats hunting bugs. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is true. It's like it, but it also, and it turns into a balance of like, it's, it's like the, the prime example of a balancing act. Cause you also have to have, again, an understanding of like, it's just this, the same as like kind of talking about what I was talking about before, like walking into any kind of audition room or walking into any kind of rehearsal process, I literally now know exactly what I can do and what I can't do. I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses. 10, 15 years ago, I thought I did, but you don't. Right. Hindsight's 2020. But it's having a a true understanding of that for yourself, a little bit of, and a lot of bit of empathy and compassion for what is being brought to the table by the other person, but also hoping that they also have that same understanding of themselves so that that's not the battle. You're, right. you're just, or you're just on the same team working for the same stuff with, you know, the understanding too, that it is going to be, all of it's going to be hard work is the work life juggle is going to be hard, but it is possible. I think that's, that's the thing. And even when yeah. it gets harder, the like the road, like, you know, the roadblocks kick in. It's doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means today sucks. Yeah. You know? I've, <laughs> I've got, I've got one of my buddies who's a, uh, a director of photography also runs an agency for behind the camera people, mm. um, mm-hmm. called near N E E R plug Brent Mata. Check it out. Not an ad, but not an, an ad. ad, not an ad. Hire me yet. Put me not on an- camera. There's, he is married, he's got kids, mm-hmm. and he they're they're currently located in Michigan because they are smart and they sold their house in California okay. and now they're renting in Michigan waiting for the housing market to crash so that which they can it will. take which it will. We in all know it's gonna six to nine months. Yep. Because it happens pardon me, it happens stocks yep. and then commercial real estate yep. and then personal real estate. That's not personal. Isn't the word, but you, private you, yeah, 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 houses yeah. and, <laughs> and, the, and commercial real estate is currently crashing because Goldman Sachs and BlackRock all own these big mm-hmm. buildings that are empty. And so they're empty. defaulting. And so yeah. not to make this a finance podcast, but that's what's happening. So Either sell your house now or prepare to have it be worth less than what you owe on it. Correct. And um, everybody here knows that because everyone's rents just went up eight hundred dollars last yeah. last year. So yeah. We all know that we're all we in all, a yeah. We all know that we're all in kind of a, a bad spot. Yeah. But also a rock in a hard place, if you, if you will. But if you don't own anything, be like me, stack your money and get ready to buy the dip. Yes, okay. Yeah. Is that what I'm, you're doing? I am buying a property. It's look, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and time it with the market. Good. If I want Thank it, you. You're welcome. I want it to be this year, but if the market doesn't crash until February of next year, then I'll do it in February. A little patience wanna, goes a long way. I want to buy a short-term rental property. 
Great. So something to Airbnb Great. slash Verbo. Where? And I am working with a management company that manages these properties and Great. they have these different areas that they believe are profitable. Love it. And that, so I'm not gonna buy something and they're gonna manage it. Like they need to agree on a, par a property. Got it. I need to buy the property, et cetera. And so we're looking at Lake Michigan area, mm -hmm. which is big. Um, Never been, I hear it's beautiful. It's pure beautiful. Michigan. It's beautiful. See the commercials? Oh yeah, Tim Allen, yeah. an icon. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the Poconos. Okay. The Catskills. Beautiful. Um, general Pennsylvania mountains, anywhere, yeah. general upstate New York. Just those those quick little two-ish hour drives out of the city. Perfect. Um, and or Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. And then there's one, they sent me a link to a property in Colorado that was beautiful. Okay. And within my price range. Great. Um, okay, so you've got options. I've got options. And time. The idea of Colorado is the only one that I don't think I'm going to entertain. Sorry, mm -hmm. because um, so sorry I apologize to, to camera. To camera. <laughs> um, it's like when you're in a department store yeah. and you apologize to the mannequin. Yeah, yeah. I still do that. Check out the shirt. Sorry, I'm right. invading your personal space. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, you're not real. <laughs> yeah. But this um, this company, uh, I'll just say it. Summer um, is the name of the company. Ad. Ad. No ad. ad. Give me a discount. <laughs> they. Um, They'll give you six weeks every year to use your property and still hit your targeted return on investment. It's great. Yeah. And then you can make more if you don't use those six weeks. But if I'm going to use six weeks mm -hmm. at a property that I own, I want it to be closer than farther. Yes. Like, and do you yeah. have a connection to Colorado? No. Okay. So you I've got I've got friends in Denver. Yeah. But I, what would end up happening is um, shout out Andrick and Lauren. I would end up hey just letting them use my house. They're like they're like, like that one. That to get one, like that one. Forty five minutes away from their own house. Yes. Like it's almost like a staycation. Leave, which yeah. Is, but, leave, leave the baby. They got a baby. So aw, leave the baby with grandma. Yeah. And then go do that. I mean, I'm sure they they're would like, love it. They're like, this sounds great. Yeah. I'm Call, sure. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure they would love it. I'm sure they would love if I did this for them. But also, that's not the priority. But you never know, you guys. Never say never. Never say never. But also, upstate but, New York, but, no. Poconos, Lake Michigan. That's, yeah. that's where it's going to end up. Amazing. Most likely. Amazing. That's exciting. Are you excited yeah. about it? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious. Not like anxiety but just like i want to do it yeah but i also know yeah. that the timing's not right yet right and we're it not is, there yet it is so important to wait yeah because you're going to kick yourself the second you don't wait yeah. and the second it the market's right where you want it yeah or i don't where yeah. you wanted it i don't want to buy something in june or july not that i'm ready to buy like this month but i don't want to buy something in june or july and then in november it's worth half right of what my mortgage is because mm -hmm. that's that's it Right. You know? And that's not the game. That's not, yeah. that's no. Not and it. then, you know, when, when that market goes down and everyone's home values goes down, they start doing fewer vacations and then yeah. I'm not making as much return. And, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully I'm breaking even, but maybe I'm not. I mean, breaking even bare, is the bare minimum. Right. And timing is everything. So timing is everything. And gut feelings, you know. Gut feelings. But my friends sold their house and are renting in Michigan. And he's managing, to the best of my knowledge, they're managing to pull off doing this industry mm -hmm. as a team, as a married couple with kids. I love that. Yeah. 
And he comes out here for two, three days and he shoots. He goes up to California, mm -hmm. two, three days and he shoots. He goes other places. He does a lot of shoots in Michigan, does a lot of shoots down south. It's amazing. And that's, but you've got to know that going in too. Totally, totally. And you got to be ready to, to it's, it's also a matter of understanding and being ready to work as a, as a team, as a soul. Like when you're showing up to work every day, mm -hmm. Bentley's back. Yeah, he is. Uh, you're still work. You're still working for the team. So yeah. I think that's important. That paired with though this, you know, the understanding that independence goes such a long oh. way too. Hold, please. 